This is the Software Patent Podcast by BlueShift IP. This is the Software Patent Podcast by BlueShift IP, an easy-to-understand series of episodes that are tailored to your business's software patent needs. I'm your host, Cynthia Gilbert, software patent attorney, computer scientist, and a founding partner at BlueShift IP, a U.S. patent law firm that specializes in software patents. This is Episode 8, How to Comply with Your Duty of Disclosure. Patent law has many traps for the unwary because it is unique in many ways. We've outlined some of those key pitfalls in the last episode to educate and to further minimize the risks that could potentially arise for our listeners. But one of the most important things for you to know about as a patent owner is the duty of disclosure, your legal obligation to notify the U.S. Patent Office about prior art. Failure to comply strictly with the duty of disclosure can cause your patents to be invalidated. We've put together a list of tasks clients should complete to comply with the duty of disclosure and to understand how law firms should help them comply with that duty so they don't put company patents in jeopardy. When you submit a patent application, you and your law firm have a legal obligation to submit all relevant prior art that you and the lawyers know about to the U.S. Patent Office. In this context, Prior art is any information about an invention or similar inventions that existed at or before the time of filing a patent application for the invention, such as publications, such as patents, patent applications owned by you or your competitors, journal articles and websites, public uses of products, such as at trade shows or in demonstrations, such as the products covered in the patent application or similar products from you or your competitors in any public venue. Sales and offers to sell the product covered in the patent application or similar products from you or competitors must also be disclosed. I've found that many are surprised to find that they must submit information to the United States Patent Office about their own prior art, such as journal articles they or their employees have published, or even their own previous patents or patent applications. This is because the U.S. Patent Office is allowed to use your own prior art against you in patent applications that you file. Here's what you need to do to comply with your duty of disclosure. The duty of disclosure is a strange and surprising legal requirement in many ways. In many other types of legal proceedings, you are not required to provide evidence that can be used against you. For example, the Fifth Amendment permits you to not testify against yourself in a criminal trial. In stark contrast to this, the duty of disclosure obligates you to submit information about prior art that the patent examiner can then use against you to reject your patent application. The duty of disclosure applies to every single person working on a patent, such as all of the inventors, the lawyers working on the patent application, and even your CEO or other executives if they work on the patent application, even if they are not inventors on the patent application. Another unusual and counterintuitive aspect of this duty of disclosure is that it continues to apply even after we have filed a patent application until that patent application is either granted as a patent or is abandoned. This means that the duty of disclosure can continue to apply for years after we have filed a patent application for you. 
If you find out about a competitor's old but relevant patent several years after we have filed a patent application for you and before the patent application has been granted or abandoned, you must send that competitor's patent to your lawyer for filing with the U.S. Patent Office. However, the duty of disclosure does not oblige you to search for prior art. Instead, you are only required to submit the prior art that you already know about. As a result, we strongly recommend that our clients not do their own prior art searching and instead leave that job to us so that we can tailor the search appropriately, minimize the amount of prior art that we need to submit to the U.S. Patent Office, and ensure that any prior art that we know about is submitted to the U.S. Patent Office in compliance with the duty. We work behind the scenes for you to submit any prior art that we receive in connection with your patent applications in order to comply with that duty on your behalf. Now we are harping on this duty of disclosure because failing to comply with it can mean death for a patent. Failing to submit even a single piece of relevant prior art in your possession can lead to your patent being invalidated, meaning that the patent is nullified and rendered unenforceable just as if the patent had never been granted in the first place. All of the time and money you had invested in the patent will be wasted. And you might ask, how would anyone ever know if I found a patent but didn't submit it to the patent office? The easy answer is that in today's digital age, every document you ever save and every email you ever send or receive is likely to linger somewhere forever. Then, when you attempt to sue a competitor for patent infringement, or defend yourself in a patent infringement with a countersuit, or take any action with your patent, even years later, that competitor can request all of your digital data in a legal process known as discovery. Even Bill Gates was snagged by such discovery requests back in the great browser wars of the 1990s. You should assume that any prior art that is ever in your possession can and will be discovered by your competitors if you ever sue for patent infringement. And, if you were found to possess even a single piece of prior art that was not submitted to the patent office, your patent can be invalidated. Nearly every competitor who is sued for patent infringement immediately alleges that the patent owner has failed to submit all required prior art to the United States Patent Office because they know just how deadly failure to comply with the duty of disclosure can be for a patent. Now, the easy way to ensure that you comply with your duty of disclosure if you hire an attorney, is to go overboard and provide that attorney with any patent, patent application, journal article, website, product brochure, blog posts, Twitter streams, anything that you think might possibly qualify as prior art, even if it stretches your imagination. Then leave it to us to decide whether we need to submit every piece of prior art to the United States Patent Office. Better safe than sorry when it comes to the duty of disclosure. We also recommend that you limit involvement in each of your patent applications to employees on a strict need-to-know basis in order to limit the number of people who are obligated to submit prior art according to the duty of disclosure. If you involve a large number of people in your company's patent applications, then everything that is known by all of those people will need to be submitted to the United States Patent Office, which only increases the risk that something will fail to be submitted. And throughout the process, Stay in communication with your attorneys so that you can be reminded of and provide to them any materials that are useful in satisfying the duty of disclosure. Thanks for listening to the Software Patent Podcast. The next episode, hosted by both me and my co-founder, Robert Plotkin, will discuss four myths about provisional patent applications. There are so many ways a software patent can be valuable to you. You can connect with us with any questions via blueshiftip.com. 
The Software Patent Podcast by Blue Shift IP is hosted by me, Robert Plotkin, and Cynthia Gilbert, who are software patent attorneys and the founding partners of Blue Shift IP, the software patent experts. The Software Patent Podcast is produced by Ginny Media. For all software patent inquiries, please visit blueshiftip.com. 